Welcome to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast, where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets. Now, the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball, Waver Wire Queen. What's going on, all my fantasy basketball fans out there? Welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's Waver Wire Queen. Today, I'm going to talk about injuries around the NBA and how this may impact your fantasy basketball team. So make sure you hit that like button so you can see more videos like this and subscribe to the channel to make sure that you are connected to the podcast so you can get your daily updates so you can stay ahead of your competition in fantasy basketball. All right, y'all, let's get right into it. So obviously there are several injuries around the league. I mean, gracious, gracious. And some of these injuries are obviously major injuries because they are hurting our our team because these guys are not available. Obviously, health is wealth. Availability is just as important as anything, if not the most important thing for your fantasy basketball team i don't care who it is if you have a guy who's averaging 22 23 points per game seven eight rebounds and he is unavailable that's not going to help okay that's going to hurt your team and obviously you'll have to uh make adjustments and find other players who may be able to help your team until those players come off of il i have a video coming out later on this week Saturday, to be exact, with some great players you can pick up via the waiver wire to help you with all of these injuries going on in fantasy basketball. So let's talk about some of these injuries. Wendell Carter's no surprise he's on this list. Obviously, I'm a big Chicago Bulls fan, so you already know that I know all about Wendell Carter being hurt. Yes, I always felt like Wendell Carter had a lot of talent, but it's just... He can never stay on the court long enough to um, grow that talent and show everybody that he's not a buzz and he's capable of putting together a season with more than 70 games, which he's simply unable to do. He uh, was traded, obviously, last season from Chicago to Orlando. They are playing him at the four slot a bit, four or five, doing a little bit of both. Um, he had a left eye abrasion. Sounds very painful. Um, probably most likely got poked or elbow in the eye. <sighs> Serious injuries going to end up missing some time. What was Carter doing? He was playing really good basketball. He was obviously averaging a double-double and shooting at a high rate. So this hurts um, your fantasy basketball team. I have Carter in the league. And yeah, you know, I'm still feeling like the the Bulls ties are there, which is why I drafted him because I thought he was really good and he was playing well, but the injury. So he's going to miss time. He's already missed time and you're going to have to plan accordingly. So he was averaging 13.7 points and 10.7 rebounds and shooting at a really high percentage which you want from your your center pretty much and that's what he was was doing for for your team so if you have um 
Carter, you obviously want to make sure you do not have him in your starting lineup. Hopefully your commissioner is is great and dope like me, waiver wire queen, and has a IL slot for you to insert guy like Wendell Carter, who is going to be unavailable to your team for a certain amount of time because of this uh, eye injury. Let's talk about Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram. He is on IL with a hip injury. He was averaging 25 points, 7.3 rebounds. He obviously right now was the best player on the court for the Pelicans because Zion hasn't played yet this season. Unfortunately, he has a hip injury, so he's he's on IL and he's missing some time. I actually have him in the league as well. And, you know, the Pelicans are, are in trouble. They have a, what, 1 in 10 record? I mean, damn. <laughs> yeah, they very much mismanaged the whole uh, Zion draft and the offseason, which they were supposed to bring in players to help um, Zion and pretty much build around Zion because they didn't want Lonto, and I'm glad that he's with my Bulls and we're doing the damn thing. So, again, thank you, Pelicans, for uh, helping the Bulls secure Lonzo Ball. <laughs> but nonetheless, right now, they're without their top two players, and, you know, Ingram is out. Don't know how much time's going to maybe be out another week or two. Don't know. But hopefully he's able to return because 25 and 7 is a lot of fantasy points to be missing out on. Plus, he's going to shoot a, a really good percentage from the field. It's not going to give you much on a defensive end. But nonetheless, what you need, especially in um, a points-based league, is the points. And 25.7 rebounds is a lot of points to be missing so you're gonna have to plan accordingly again i do have a video coming out on saturday with some great options to consider adding via the waiver wire to help with these injuries because it's several tyrese halliburton guard with the sacramento kings so he is out um Buddy Hill right now is uh filling in nicely for him but Hill, you're obviously only going to get points. Um, Halliburton is one of those guys I had on my list as a breakout player. He was pretty much playing very well. Um, unfortunately, left the game with back tightness. This may not be something long-term, but with back injuries, they're very difficult to play through, especially with, with basketball. So you have to be careful with those. So um, let's see if he's going to miss any more games. He may not. Nonetheless, this is a, a an injury that, you know, the Sacramento Kings have to uh, take seriously and monitor, especially with their young player. He was averaging 13.6 points, five assists. Really good player to have coming off your bench in fantasy basketball. Um, again, if you had to pick up someone, there's uh, Maxi is still out. Tra Tyrese Maxi is still out there. Um, Milton is out there. Um, Terrence Mann is out is still out there. So there are a few options. And again, I'll give you some more options later on um, in the week to help you plan for uh, week five. Now, obviously, one of the biggest injury is the King. LeBron James is out. Woo, he has missed four games already. Um, obviously, he has an ab strain. That 
sounds painful. When I hear abstract, I'm like, oh, I'm grabbing my side already, like grabbing my stomach, like, ooh, that sounds painful. Ooh, nonetheless, you know, King James, uh, he's out. Obviously, you're missing more than just points and rebounds if you're the Lakers, because obviously you need that leadership on the court like their point guard. But for us, from a fantasy standpoint, this is someone who's capable of getting a triple-double on any given night. Damn, they're uh, a, a double-double every night, too. So he can give you a double-double always, and he definitely can give you a triple-double on most nights if he want to. So that's, uh, what, 24.8 points, 5.5 rebounds, and seven assists on the season. That's a lot of production, especially with some people who drafted LeBron high in the first round. I know he wasn't ranked in the top five. He was in my top five. Um, I, don't, I didn't pick him. I wasn't fortunate enough to pick that early in any of my uh, fantasy basketball drafts. Nonetheless, um, Yes, that is your top dog. When you lose your top dog, the first player that you draft in the first round, that really hurts your team. That is a production that you simply will not be able to replace because that's the guy you picked in the first round. That's the guy, say, you had a dynasty league and you had you were in a dynasty league and you had a dynasty team. You were building your team around LeBron James. Now you don't have your superstar. That's pretty much what, what the Lakers are dealing with, but they still have Anthony Davis and Westbrook. So for us, we don't have LeBron James anymore. So what do we do? We we got to find some help on the waiver wire. Again, you're not going to find that same production because LeBron is obviously capable of doing a triple-double. You're not going to find too many players in a league that's on waivers who are capable of getting a triple-double or doing what LeBron does. But again, if you're in a points-based league, half a loaf is better than no loaf, which means some points is better than no points. So you have to uh, remember, get him out of your lineup. If you are in a league that has an IL slot, you place him in that slot. You do not release him. You just don't release him. I know that this injury is really hurting uh bronze teams All right another player who is obviously a player that you drafted fairly high jimmy butler he left the game with an ankle injury obviously ankle injuries are serious especially for basketball players dealing with cutting and running and all of that stuff those ankle injuries can linger throughout the season it's a situation that you want to monitor to see if he misses some time because um he left the game early and didn't return. So you're going to have to uh, kind of monitor that situation. Um, Jimmy was doing Jimmy type things, giving great defense. He's a two-way player. He's averaging 25.3 points, six rebounds, 5.5 assists. Again, you need to monitor that situation to see if he spent some time on I.L with this ankle injury. So we'll have to check in to see if this was a serious injury, which is going to place him on IL, or if it's just something that he may miss one game or not, or maybe they took him out as a precautionary because he tweaked the ankle. We'll have to see. If you had Jimmy Butler, monitor that situation. Again, a player like Jimmy Butler, you drafted fairly high, most likely in the second round. Not a player that you can afford to lose, but nonetheless, if you 
did lose him, that's production you can't replace. Not only is he scoring the ball, giving you rebounds and assists, he's giving you steals and blocks as well because he is a two-way player. I love my two-way players. I don't know about y'all, but if y'all love them two-way players, make sure you hit that like button and leave some comments on some of those two-way players that you, you like. Jimmy Butler's definitely one of my favorites. Obviously, you know he played for the Bulls, so he's definitely one of my favorites. Anyways, again, if you have Jimmy Butler, monitor this situation closely because you don't want to have him in your starting lineup and he does not play because of the ankle injury. So that's a situation we definitely need to monitor. Colin Saxton, guard with the Cavaliers. It it looks like ah, he could be done for the season. Torn meniscus, one of those that you don't play with. You don't play with those knee injuries. It may be something where they can clean it up and come back before the season ends. Just have to see. There's no timetable for his his return. Um, he was averaging 16 points, 3.3 rebounds, and two assists. So pretty much for uh, Sexton, if you have him, he's only going to give you uh, points. He's only going to score the ball. Uh, may give you three rebounds here or there, but his value is just scoring the the ball. He's not a player that I was starting. If I had him, he would be a player who's coming off my bench. If he was somebody that you had to rely on as a starter, that is a concern, and you needed to address that concern because I don't feel that he's someone who should be starting on your fantasy team. He should be someone you have coming off, off of your bench. But nonetheless, if you had him or have him, um, obviously Ricky Rubio would have been a great move to pick up. I know Ricky Rubio has been playing well all season, so he was already a player who was being picked up on waivers. Um, also, I, I recommended him a few times as a player to pick up, and now with um, Colin going to be out for an extended period of time, Rubio's obviously going to be even more appealing. So if you had Rubio and you didn't sell high on him, then you might as well keep him right now because Rubio was playing better than Sexton. So that should tell you all you need to know. Let's talk about DeAndre Ayton, center with the Suns. He is on IL with the bruised left leg. Sounds painful. Again, those leg injuries, especially with the bigs, Got to pay, pay close attention to those injuries. He was averaging 14 points and 11.3 rebounds. He's giving you a very, very good high-end double-double, and he's shooting a high percentage from the field. So that is a player you really miss. I will be talking about some centers who can potentially help in the short term until he's able to return. Draymond Green, this is uh, something to watch. He had a, uh, a thigh contusion. Sounds painful. You get hit in those thighs. Yeah, those are painful. So doesn't seem like it's going to be anything long-term, but it's still something you should watch. He's one of those guys who's going to get you a low-end triple-double, maybe 10 points, 10 rebounds, 12, 13 assists. So he's going to get you double-doubles double automatically every night and he's definitely going to get you triple doubles he'll flirt with triple doubles on most nights as well and that is obviously great 
points. That's a lot of points if you're getting someone who has a triple-double and say he may not even be your starter. Or if you did say, well, I know there's not a lot of centers in fantasy. However, I drafted him to be my starting center. He's still going to get you a double-double, damn near triple-double on most nights. So that is a a lot of uh, production that is being missed right now, right? We'll see if this is something that lingers and he misses um, some time. So this is something to to monitor and check for. All right, let's talk about Brooke Lopez, center with the Bucks. He's on this list because he has been out with a sore back. He's missed 11 games. He's not one of those great centers right now who's going to wow you with his production he's at a different stage in his career uh not even playing as many minutes but nonetheless he's still getting eight points five rebounds three blocks and he's capable of hitting a three so it's a player that you most likely had coming off your bench because he shouldn't have been in your starter starter lineup if you had him as one of your starters that's scary nonetheless still solid production off of your bench because it's going to get you between 19 and 22 fantasy points that is uh, a good player to have again because you still have to build your team not only starters you have to have a solid bench as well jacob portal Center with the Spurs having a career season playing out his mind. He entered the uh, health and safety protocol because of COVID. He's missed the last four games, having the best season again of his career 13.9 points, 10.7 rebounds, shooting at a high percentage. Obviously, the Spurs miss him and they want him back as soon as he is eligible to return. Great production. If anyone uh, took a chance on him, very, very pleased i'm sure with that selection but nonetheless he's going to miss quite a few more games and hopefully he's able to come back when he's eligible to return and still play at that level now michael porter jr for with the nuggets has not played well this season so for someone like me who drafted him in a league i'm not really missing much because he wasn't giving me much anyways i had high expectations for him this season but he hasn't lived up to those expectations. There's no timetable for him to return. He's on IL right now with a back injury. Very scary because that was the the issue with him in, in college and pretty much part of the reason missing the first season of his NBA career. Very scary, especially with no timetable for um, him to return. He was only scoring 19.9 points and 6.6 rebounds. So far, he's missed two games. The biggest thing is, like, you figure you drafted Porter Jr. with the expectation that he was going to take the next step, average 17 points. You're thinking, oh, he's going to hit 20, at least 20, 21 points. No, he went from 17. Now he's 9.9. He's just not having a good season. So does this really hurt your team? To me, your team was already hurting with uh, Porter Jr. because he wasn't playing well and you probably drafted him high and had expectations of him taking the next step and he hasn't taken that next step he's going a few steps back he's going way back i mean he's going so far back you can't even see him anymore so this is not a bad thing for you as a uh 
a manager who has him on your team because hopefully if he's able to return this season, maybe he will return and will play better. Nonetheless, wishing uh, Porter Jr. a speedy recovery and hopefully he's able to come back and play at a high level because he definitely is talented on the offensive side. Chris Middleton is out. He tests positive for COVID-19. He's missed six games. It's going to be out a few more games. He was averaging 20 points, 4.7 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and two steals. You already know what you're getting with Middleton. Two-way player. Love the two-way players. He's going to hit threes. He's going to have those nights where you're like, why the hell did I draft Middleton? And he's going to have those nights where you're like, whoo, I'm telling you, I, I did that right there when I drafted him. But most nights it's going to be that. I did that right there. I'm glad as hell that I drafted him. Because he's really good, very, very good, skilled two-way player that the Bucks are missing right now. And hopefully he'll be able to return soon. Okay. Jalen Brown, one of my favorites. Woo! If not my favorite two-way player, my favorite player on the Boston Celtics. I feel like he's the best player in Boston Celtics. That's in my opinion. That's because I have a higher value on two-way players. Nonetheless. He is on IL with a hamstring injury. He's missed the last two games. I hope he can get it together. Those hamstring injuries are nagging, tricky, annoying as hell. I just hope that everything will be all right with the hamstring injury and he's able to return. What you are going to be missing out on statistically is 25.6 points, 6.2 rebounds, 2.5 assists, 1.3 steals, blocks. He's a two-way player. That's what you're going to be missing out on, a two-way player. And those type of players, the two-way player, are great value in fantasy basketball. So if you you have uh, Jalen Brown like I do. You're like, damn. You're not going to be able to. Uh, you're not going to be able to replace that type of value. But you know, you just you got to do what you got to do out here in these fantasy basketball streets. Which is why you check out my video on Saturday, and I have some great players you should consider adding to help you. Joel Embiid, he is in the health and safety protocol for COVID nineteen. Obviously, the 76ers are struggling right now. Their best three players are out because Ben, he ain't he ain't in the building. He ain't been in the building. Then you got Joel Embiid and um, Tobias Harris both out in the uh, health and safety protocol because of COVID, which is sucky for them. You know, they're on a good roll right now. And if they're going to be out for an extended period of time, they definitely will lose that um, number one spot in the East because it's just hard to sustain where all of your best players are out. They're out, okay? Seth Curry going to have to lead the way, y'all, right? But with Embiid, what are you missing? You're missing out on one of the best um, bigs in the game. Again, the center position is not as deep as other positions in uh, fantasy basketball. So Embiid was averaging 21.4 points per game, 9.5 rebounds, and um, four assists and 1.4 blocks. So that's a lot of production you are missing out on. B.J. Washington 
with the Hornets. He's playing the center and the forwards. Well, I don't know how the hell they played him at center, but I know this is positionless ball, but damn it, um, that's beyond positionless ball when you have him at, at the center spot. But nonetheless, he was averaging 9.9 points and 5.4 rebounds. He's missed the last four games with an elbow injury. Glad that they moved Washington to the bench. They've been on a bit of a, a losing streak. I don't feel like if Washington was there, that that would change. So to me, his impact is not as, as big as some of the other guys. But nonetheless, that is one of their guys off of their bench who is a part of the rotation. So that does hurt a bit. Seth Curry has a left foot contusion. He missed Tuesday's game against Toronto. Let's see if he misses some more time. Obviously, with Seth Curry, you know what you're going to get. He's going to hit threes. He's going to score points. He's averaging 16.8 points. That's pretty much what you're going to get from uh, Seth Curry. He's going to uh, hit threes, make some free throws, you know, it's unfortunate. So some other key injuries that are, are not major, but you still want to be mindful of, of those injuries. Karish Levert. He didn't play on Wednesday. Uh, you know, he's dealing with the back injury, but it's a back-to-back. And that's pretty much why I'm thinking that he's out. So the first game of a back-to-back. And so I don't think this is anything major. I just feel like this is the Pacers being uh, cautious with him, just returning from in injury, want to make sure that things are good and they're not just, uh, you know, putting him out there and allowing him to uh, re-aggravate his back. So they're being cautious, which is smart. That's what you want to do. Nerlens Noel dealing with the sprained knee doesn't feel like this is going to be anything that's going to be long term. But nonetheless, it's something you should definitely check for. Pascal Sakin, he just returned this season, and I think that he um, sitting out because it was a back-to-back. -back. Again, one of those where the Raptors are being cautious, kind of like with, with the Pacers, just being cautious, just returning this season, only played two games, want to be cautious and make sure they're not overworking and they're working him back in to the game and not overdoing it because you don't want him to re-injure or re-aggravate that, um, that injury. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Woo, I said that right, y'all. Two points for the waiver wire queen. He's dealing with a right ankle injury. Did not play Tuesday. Let's see if he's going to be available tonight, okay? And some players that just haven't played this season, Zion Williamson, foot. Victor Oladipo, knee. Kawhi Leonard, knee injury. Clay Thompson, Achilles. Hopefully he can return it. Saying maybe before Christmas. Can, cannot wait to see Clay get back out there. Jamal Murray, knee. Cannot wait to see Murray get back out there because the Nuggets really need Murray. They are missing Jamal Murray. TJ Warren, let's hope that he can get back before 2021 ends. Nonetheless, if not, maybe early 2022. He's been out for quite some time with that foot injury. Kobe White is uh, starting to practice again. He is dealing with a left shoulder Injury has not played yet this season. This is going to be a great, great addition to my Chicago Bulls because you you know that um, we've lost Williams for the season. 
he's going to come back and be a nice spark plug off the bench for us. And Jonathan Isaac Neandry hasn't played yet this season. Hopefully he's able to return and play as good as he did um, last season. He was playing really good last season. And then, you know, unfortunately, those injuries are part of the game and it will ruin your season. But nonetheless, wishing all of these guys a speedy recovery, mainly for their own health. And then also hopefully they can return to help us in our fantasy basketball journey because, you know, health is wealth and that's the most important thing. Availability is important. All right, y'all, make sure you hit the like button. Let me know some players that you have that are out due to injuries and let me know uh, some players that you will consider picking up to help you with those injuries make sure you are subscribed to the channel so you can see more videos like this again i stress that subscribe to the channel to help the channel grow and so you can keep on getting great fantasy basketball content from the wave of wire queen all right y'all peace Thanks for listening to The Score, fantasy basketball podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to waverwirequeen at gmail.com. The Score.